Hey, you ready for a drink? You read my mind. Where am I? Well, I, I think we're in the lady lounge, right? I'm in the lady lounge? Yes, ma'am. We're getting cozy. We are feeling ready. And I hope you guys are ready to spend some time in the lady lounge. Now that we're all here, hopefully we've got a drink in hand or maybe some imaginary apps. We're thinking we're in a cozier spot than we are. Let's just put ourselves somewhere comfortable up in our minds if we need to. But it's time to debrief, spend some time together. Me and B are looking to blow off some steam, maybe with a little game of this or that. A little would you rather, would you, period. That sounds riveting. Cute. Time to rivet up. We're revving it up over here, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. That was a great rev. Now, Charles, if you would like to do the honors of explaining the lady lounge. Absolutely. Let's make it very clear, you guys. The lady lounge is strictly for title only. It's cute. We'll keep it. It's vibey. We'll have it. That being said, not only ladies are welcome, whoever wants to join, have a seat, pull up a chair, grab a drink, and be ready to enjoy some time. Lady Lounge is a state of mind. We're all here to have a good time. Let's embrace it. Whether it's midnight where you are, 2 a.m., 3 in the afternoon, you're on your way to work. We're glad you're here. Let's blow off some steam with a little game of this or that. Alrighty, everybody. First this or that, would you rather, who are you as a person scenario, would you rather eat the same meal every day or eat a different meal every day and never be able to eat the same thing twice? I think the pain of never having something again would break me. I would just sob while I'm eating it knowing that I could never have it again. Literally, like imagine having the most incredible steak of your life and just never getting that kind of a steak again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't. Same thing every day. What I, what I would pick, that's up in the air. Recently, honestly, it's been like a really good pork or like duck fried rice. Okay. My turn? Your turn. Take it away. Question one. Would you only drink water for the rest of your life if whenever you ingested anything else, you had to physically carry the sugar that it contained in your hand? I would just like to take a moment. <laughs> what, what is this? I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, like, we know that sugar is bad for us. We know that alcohol is bad for us. What if we like had a visual like visual representation that you had to see or like every time you ingested alcohol like you saw your liver through your body like deteriorating. Like that was my thought. So what if what if you 
like, would you only drink water if you more visibly saw the immediate repercussions of what you ingest? I would, I would just stick with water. I, I love water. Water has never done me wrong. Good answer. My, my thought is more like, I'm not the kind of person who's going to like look at the back of something very closely, or at least used to not be. I was more so thinking like everyday kind of consumption. Like I feel like a lot of it can just go unnoticed or even unthought about like, oh, I'm just having like a seltzer or I'm just having like a Coke. And then what if it was like every time you ingest that, you have to like physically see the amount of like toxin and or sugar and or whatever you're putting into your body. It was just like more of like a, if we recognized what we were doing, would we still make the same decisions? I know it sounded really funny. It was a lot. I hope you guys followed. I had, I had a vision. Alrighty, next question. Imagine that you're lost and alone. Would you rather be cave diving or in an endless corn maze? Corn maze. Seriously? Dude, uh, you guys, something about caves, like full-on claustrophobia. I just don't trust it. It's weird. I don't want to be underground. I don't want to be lost underwater with my oxygen tank ticking. I just, and like risk of getting bends. Like I'm just not, like it, it makes me feel like I can't get out. Like I start going like I can't breathe. The room is shrinking kind of vibes from underwater, underground. So the difference is one is on land and one is not. I do the land because I can like see the sky. I'd feel safer. And then at night, imagine, oh my gosh, B, imagine being lost in a sea cave at night with nothing but your headlamp. Tell, tell me you wouldn't pick the maze. I'm going to assume that I wouldn't be able to see the sky in this cave diving exploration, and I would not know if, if it's nighttime. Okay, that's fair. My mind has imagined, and I reject the ocean. I reject underground. I'll run through corn all day. Okay, okay. Tell me right now that you would pick cave. I think I would. Underwater sea cave diving you would pick i think the thought of being trapped in a corn maze is worse than me being trapped cave diving i feel like we just have different views on this i feel like there's just more hope above ground i think i i would lose it a little bit if i just stared at corn all day that's fair i feel like if i was in a corn maze lost i'd like start cutting it down and like try to build a little home with the corn. <laughs> like I do like a little clearing, like a little circle. Anyway, I would pick the corn. You would pick the sea, which did not see coming, but hey. Did you get it? Did you did you get the pun you just said? We're moving on. You're gonna hate this one too. Okay, skip. No, I I wanna ask it. I know you do, but I don't want to answer. If you had a cactus. <laughs> okay. You guys, I'm full on crying. I'm not going to make it through this question. Okay. 
Let's try it again. Run it back. Okay. If you had a... <laughs> okay, I'm just going to ask it. If you had a cactus stuck in your leg, would you try to pull it out or would you leave it until you had the proper tools to remove it? Guys, what is going on? There are these like videos of these people who go hiking and they pack like metal forks in their bags because they know, oh, there might be cactuses where we're going. And they like get it off with the forks. So would you try to get it off or would you wait until you maybe had a fork? Logically, I think it depends how much pain I'm in. I don't I don't know what I would do. I think I'd go into freak out and try to remove it and then just like leave it. I just I have no answers, you guys. This is just where my head's at tonight. And I think that's all we're getting from that question. So next save an injured puppy or your dog my dog not the injured puppy oh there's an injured puppy is it my dog no do i love puppies absolutely doesn't everyone i love a puppy but my dog is my dog that's like saying am i gonna save this infant or my toddler i'm sipping all my seltzer giving you the truth it was an immediate, my dog. Okay. Yes, straight up honesty. Give it three years. If my little bear's on her way out, I'll give it a second thought. I answer, B declines. And that means it's my turn. Okay. These questions get a little bit more sane. So I hope you enjoyed the little giggles we got out there. We're moving forward and moving on. Question three from me. To Miss B, if you had one last call to make before the world went radio silent, would you use it? And who would you call? I don't think I would. Choosing one person over everyone in my life and maybe by not calling anyone, I'm not sure if it's a fairness to everyone or a fairness to me. I'm trying to think of how I would sleep easier at night by calling or not calling. No, that's totally fair. It's like giving yourself the grace to not put that feeling on anyone else or harbor that, oh, you know, like I didn't call so-and-so or you called your significant other instead of your mom or vice versa or your best friend or when in the end, like this scenario says, like it's the end of the world. I think there's a lot of other stuff going on. What would you do? I don't know what I would do with this one. Like if the world was like ending, going full on radio silent. I think you would call. You know what I think I might do? I think I might call someone else and be like, I'll be here. If you need a safe place to be, it's here. You know? Or if there was like a third option and it was like put one public post for like one hour, it would be like, here's my address if you need help, if if you need a safe place. So moving on to question four. Would you rather relive the worst day of your life one day a month 
or have bad luck every day. See, I'd rather le- like relive my worst day once a month. Like I'd rather sit with myself and be like, it's, it's 12 hours, we can sleep, you know? Just the, the bad luck every day, that, that doesn't, I don't want to play a toss up. Like I'd rather know the first of the month is going to be gut wrenching than be like, it's a random Thursday in the middle of June and I might die or I, I could stub my toe or see, but isn't that life? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you see my point? Yeah, I get it. But it's not even like it's bad luck. It's just life. You know, like bad things are going to happen. It's inevitable. But if you could avoid the bad by having one bad, wouldn't you choose to only have that happen like once? I feel like I would want to choose one bad day. Honestly, I choose not to choose. I hope that this question has made sense to you guys and my answering has all of the circles inside of it made sense but i i can't choose you almost did i was right there at bad day every, every once a month but the worst day that's the thing it's comparing the worst day to like the chances but the chances are just life so it's like what what are you going to do? You know, I I think for that to make more sense to me, it would be like you get to live your life and not have any griefs, but one day a month is all of your grief that I could do with, let's say 30 days in the month, 29 of those days, absolute joy, absolute happiness. One of those are going to be all of the in-between emotions, like the letdowns, the pain, the sorrow that you're going to feel times 10 on this day. My turn? Your turn. But now I know I can skip. You, you do get one skip. Number four. Would you trade your life to become a character that you adore or stay you and continue admiring? I'm confused. Whether it be fictional, like something you read, or TV, or film, or whatever, if you could trade your life with the main character in that show, would you? So you're saying I could be Bilbo Baggins, and I would not be on this planet anymore. You could be Frodo, and I would be your Sam. I mean, if you can choose... To leave your life. Would you have the memory of knowing who you once were? You could choose. If you even want to remember like who you were, the life you had, or all the in-between. Or you just end you and become this person. Their thoughts, their feelings, their life are you. All wrapped up in this character. Their life is you. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be this like deep, deep, deep thought out. It's more just like, is that something you would choose? Oh, it definitely needs to be thought out because this is me trading my life for someone else's life that I've read or watched or. Yeah, okay. I think I would. I think I would too. I think that question scenario is a hard offer to pass up 
Therefore, I would take it. Approved. I would do the same. With that said, I believe it is your turn. Already, Chels. I'm ready. This scenario involves choosing your end by drowning or freezing to death. Freezing. The reason, you guys, this is just a matter of fact. Drowning is chaotic. You're inhaling water. It's painful. Painful? They are both painful. Freezing is you get so cold you fall asleep. You freeze. You you are numb to the surroundings. From what I've seen, from what I've read, from what I have learned, whether those sources are true or not, what I believe, from what I've seen, my opinion, you guys, is that when you freeze, you're so cold, you almost feel warm. Where people are like taking off their clothes and then like falling asleep. Therefore, in my mind, freezing to death, in my mind, sounds less painful than drowning. So with that, cheers. Moving on to the next question from me, number five. If you knew how someone was going to die, would you tell them or choose to forget? I don't think I would tell them. Why would I tell them? Well, it's either you tell them or you choose to forget. So you don't know, they don't know, no one knows. But in general, we don't know. I'd pick the same thing. I was just wondering if you would like to have that knowledge. Okay. If I knew when you were going to die, would you want to know? Like, would you want me to tell you? Of course I would want you to tell me. I wouldn't. You better. I would forget. No, my wishes. But it's not your wish. It is my wish. I'm telling you right now, if this question was ever an option in real life, you better tell me. And I'm telling you, if this option were ever, like, ever in real life, you better not tell me. And you better forget that. I wouldn't tell you. I know you wouldn't. Not to take the choice away from you, but knowing you, I could not do that to you. I feel like I would want to tell you, but I would make myself forget for my own sanity. Number six. Alrighty, Charles. Would you choose to be constantly on the move, meaning traveling and never truly settling down in one place as your quote-unquote home or never being allowed to travel outside of your location of choice but have your dream home? If I were never able to travel, would people be able to like come to me or like me be able to go out in my town or is it like I'm confined to like my courtyard? You're confined to your location. I think I would want to forever travel because like, yes, my dream is to have a home that I love and be comfortable and design it how I want and flourish in it. But I don't like feeling stuck or like contained. Like I don't want to be a bird in a cage. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to have this beautiful cage and not be able to leave it. I'd much rather be able to like fly, explore, 
live the life that I want to live around the world and like experience that. I completely understand. Would it be like a moving every day or once a week or just kind of like as needed? Because as needed totally makes sense. Like spend a week here, a month there, a few days here. It's when the place you're at starts feeling like a home. I think I'd be okay traveling. I'm I'm happy with that answer. All righty. My turn. I really like this question. It's It should be a relatively short answer. My number six question for you is, would you still like having flowers in your room if you knew that every time they were torn from the ground, they cried? Flowers in my house. Like? I understand what you mean, and the answer is no. Exactly. Isn't that so sad to think? That's like another kind of sad one from me. What's going on? I just like imagine, you know, because for your birthday or holidays or having people over, it's like they'll show up with maybe like a bouquet of flowers, which is a really, really sweet gesture. And they're beautiful and they smell amazing. But what if when they were sourced, it was like them weeping for their home, you know, or like the ground that they were from? I literally, I hate this question. Isn't it sad? Why do you hate it? Is it not obvious? Yeah. I mean, some people like flowers. Maybe it's they cried, but it wasn't like they're crying in the vase, you know? But yeah, that that's my question. Next question from you. Alrighty, Charles. Would you choose to endure your worst fear or a stranger enduring theirs, not knowing what their worst fear is. This one just makes me feel icky. Well, dude, now I'm like sitting here like, what is even my worst fear? It could be physical or mental. It's whatever trumps the other. I would honestly, if it came down to it, me being completely honest and not like, ah, I would choose me to endure it. No. Let's be real. I would probably be like, no, I don't want to endure mine. I don't know them. Don't tell me what happens. I don't want to know. But I would also, knowing me, carry that guilt with me for the rest of my life. So I think I would choose myself and all you can do is pray about it because I wouldn't, knowing me, I wouldn't be able to live with it. Moving on. I hate your dilemmas. We're moving on. Join us in moving on to my seventh question. So B, my question for you is if you found yourself in the 1700s, would you do your best to blend in or would you try to share the knowledge that you have of the future to help those around you? So it's like, would you blend in to try and stay alive or would you do your best to like aid in medicine or warn about potential invasions or threats or whatever is going on in the 1700s that I might not know about right now. There's no way I would not have my life threatened for me speaking about the future. I mean, it's either you're a witch or someone from the future and they would call it, you know? Honestly, I think I just have a really fun time blending in and living in the 1700s. I would want to blend in 
but you know that if you had love for those around you and they're over there rubbing some dirt and some cuts and things, you know what I mean? Like there are certain things that maybe even back then they didn't even think of. I don't know. I feel like if I were there, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to blend in. And then I'd be like, does anyone have penicillin? They're like, what? And I'm like, acetaminophen? And they're like, hang the witch. <laughs> I would choose to probably tell the one person I trust in that time. I like that answer. I would do the same. Moving on. Great question. Thanks. It's your turn now. Okay, this question has a little bit of room for error and imagination. Would you choose to live one life and this one life being your dream life or you and your loved ones live forever? One life. Alrighty, quick and easy. Yeah, one life the way I want it. I don't want to spend eternity here. I I want one really great life and then to rest. Alrighty, the final question I have for you, Miss B. If you met the past you and it was at a time in your life where you were about to go through something incredibly hard, what would you do, if anything, to warn slash prepare yourself? Of course I'm going to warn slash prepare myself. Is that going to change the outcome in a negative way? Then I probably would not. It's more of that if you alter it, who knows what's it's, like? what's going to change. It's all up in the air. If there's a chance to alter anything, no, I would not warn myself. That one was easy. Okay. Are you ready for my last question? Oh my gosh. Already? Already. Okay. Final question. I'm ready. The person closest to you loses their memory of you every night at midnight or they have their memory but only lives for five more years forget me i don't want this to be like 50 first dates i don't want to be selfish and be like you we get to live our life for five years so let's make it a good five years i feel like i would need to make the decision for them that they're going to forget me and live their life however they want without me. You guys, thank you for joining us on this wacky adventure. I hope you had a good time. I hope you had some giggles or laughs or a smile, if not some down relaxation time for yourself. And we got to play the background, which what an honor. Thank you so much. Um, that being said, thank you one more time and have a lovely rest of your morning, evening, night, wherever you are. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we hope you had a great time and we hope to see you next week. And we also apologize for missing last week, you guys. Something about the audios lately have not been favoring us. But we're here now, we're catching up, and that's what matters. We're doing our best here, so give us some grace. Anyway, thanks for sticking around, you guys. Without further ado, enjoy your time. Thanks for being here. And 
Goodbye. Bye, everybody. We should do this again soon. <laughs> it's a date.